0: Brought to you by Dubois Productions. Hello and welcome back to N.O. and J.B. Sports Pedigree. We are back to provide insight on a wide variety of sports topics. NBA hoops, UEFA Champions League soccer, NFL, Major League Baseball, anywhere in between. Our goal is not only to give you some real perspective and honest opinion, but we're going to have fun while we do it. And, uh maybe more importantly we want you to have fun right along with us so let's not waste any more time let's dig right in i'm jb and
1: i am the one and only N.O. i ain't said that one in a while jb
0: no you haven't you almost threw me off there like wait a minute <laughs> what you? what's going on with you man <laughs> everything good oh man absolutely how about you Everything smooth out here you know just
1: ready to uh for the for the, for the football season to continue for my flag season to continue and uh actually um for talk about baseball a little bit. You know, we're getting close to the Mm. playoffs, man. We're getting really, really close to the MLB playoffs and uh there's a there's a positional group that we haven't talked about in terms of our top five all time and it's center fielders JB.
0: Yes, sir. One of the ones that maybe I've been looking forward to the most. Um of course they're all challenging. This one Certainly uh, challenging as the rest. Maybe one of the more challenging center field is a uh, – it's kind of the ultimate, like, five-tool player type position, uh-huh. right? All-around players. You've got to be able to run, cover a lot of ground. Defense is a priority here. And just over the years, there's so many guys that have done it um, well on offensively, defensively, and all across the board. It makes it tough. But uh, like always – we got it narrowed down to 5. So you want to kick it off this week?
1: JB, we're going to let you kick it off this week, man. You know, I've been Uh-oh. I've been right. been taking a lot of initial glory on segments. So I'm going to start <laughs> okay. off, we're going to start off this one being a little okay. nicer.
0: Uh, hey, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take the lead here. So my number 5 all-time center fielder. He's still playing. It's Mike Trout. Mm. Mike Trout is already on my list and uh Really only in his 11th full season. Now recently been injured quite a bit the last few. So I personally feel like he uh, certainly has a chance to move way up this list. Uh, he's like, you know, Mike Trout's like a linebacker. 6'2", 235, and uh, can run. Maybe more like a running back if we're, we're talking football. But career so far, he's a three-zero-three hitter, 338 homers, 874 ribbies. Also has 204 steals to his name, so uh, just an all-around talent. A lot of people say, you know, if we do a list down the road where we talk about best current players playing potentially, you know, a lot of people would say he's right up there. Um, He's led the league in runs scored four times, ribbies once, stolen bases once, walks three times, on-base percentage four times, slugging three times, OPS four times, and... He's got three Most Valuable Player awards already to his name. Yeah, Very impressive. Eight silver sluggers. Um, Mike Trout has scored 100 runs seven times, 150 hits five times, 30 doubles four times, 30 home runs seven times, 40 home runs twice, 100 ribbies three times, 30 steals three times, a 300 batter six different times. It's outrageous, man. And over a thousand OPS four times, and you know what I say about OPS? All these guys are ridiculous with their OPS, and really, when you get to a certain number, like really over that 900 OPS mark, it's like everybody's amazing. His career OPS is 999 so far. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, and, yeah. and you know how I do. I uh I like to break down kind of the prime of their career. So really, up and through 2019 uh, was when he was kind of until he's been oft-injured recently. So from 2012 to 2019, when he broke in, he averaged batting three oh eight with 35 homers, 92 RBIs, and 25 steals. So that's like the first eight years of his career. And that's why he's number five. Uh, again, definitely could move up, uh, but he's gotta stay healthy.
1: Yeah, JB, the only thing that left uh, Mike Trot off my list was nothing. He's my number five player of all time as well. Yeah, I gotcha. Man, listen, man, I, I couldn't leave him off. The, wow. Literally, the only reason he's not higher on my list is because his career is unfinished. So let's just get that out of the way. Absolutely. I mean, he definitely has a chance to end up maybe number two or number one on this list. I mean, he's three he's 303 career batting average right now. JB pretty much gave us all of the statistics. I mean, he was a star literally his second year in baseball 2012 like he became a star almost effective immediately like pretty much all of the other greats a man who stands at 6'2 235 i mean dude is a monster and there's not really much more you can say about mike trout other than he can do everything in baseball exceptionally well
0: absolutely everything maybe pitch (laughs) but man dude is a stud yeah, you know how I like my stats. Why don't you hey, why don't you take the reins here, lead off number four? I don't want to take all the all the stat glory in case we got in case we happen to have the same one again. I don't know. Man, this this
1: actually might be one of those ones where we we not too far off from each other. JB, my number f- my number four center fielder of all time, Joe DiMaggio. Um a, hmm. a guy who played 13 seasons. So, you know, in terms of years played he didn't have a crazy number of years and I'm pretty sure right there in the middle of his career he was in the military um, played from 36 through 51 I think 43 1944 and 1945 he was serving his country which is you know probably cut his career short a little bit um 325 career average and y'all know me y'all know I don't really like putting the old 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 school players on here for Mm-hmm. Reasons I've given in the past, but sometimes you just you just can't pass it up. 325 career average, 361 bombs, 1,537 RBIs, 13 All-Star games, and just like Mike Trout, mm. three MVPs. This dude won nine World Series titles. You know, wow. Nine World Series titles. You know, Joe DiMaggio was ridiculous. Had a 381 batting season. You <laughs> know, it was just crazy numbers slug 579 977 career ops joe dimaggio number four on my list jb
0: wow man you know this list was so tough for me and uh you know one of the reasons i didn't have dimaggio on my list is there aren't any he's number four (laughs) i can't (laughs) i can't breathe you almost
1: you almost had me jb you almost Uh, had me
0: Man, you hit, <laughs> you hit it right on the mark. And, you know, of course, I got some more stats for you. So, of course. Um, you know how I am as far as integration goes. Yeah. And, uh, you're not really going to have guys on there. But he showed that he could still do it after integration. You're right. Uh, he good played, point. He had three years um, where he was in the war. 6'2", 193. Um, all-time a consecutive hit streak record still held by him. I yeah. believe 56 games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He led the league in runs once, triples once, homers twice, RBIs twice, batting average twice, and slugging twice. Gosh. Joe DiMaggio scored 100 runs eight different times, 150 hits 10 times, 200 hits twice, 30 doubles seven times, double-digit triples eight times, 30 home runs seven times, and 100 RBIs nine times. And you know... Like you mentioned, he played 13 seasons. He had two seasons in his career where he was injured quite often, all right? Well, every other season, he hit over 300. He hit over 1,000 OPS five times. And so if you take out the two injury years for Joe DiMaggio... Now, let me tell you something. I was not... To be honest, going into this, I don't think I would have just had Joe DiMaggio on my list. Uh. But, man, this the stats don't lie um i was highly impressed so his career the 11 seasons you take out the two injuries he averaged batting 328 with 31 home runs 127 rbis 30 plus doubles and double digit triples like a machine hitting the ball crazy couldn't be off my list yeah that's don't know how he's only number four, hey, right,
1: man? It just goes to show you the level of talent there was the center field position. JB, who you who you got for number three, man? Let's keep it going.
0: Well, I've got a feeling that we have the same players number three, but I wonder about the order. My, it was, it was tough. Um, my number three player is uh, it's another Yankee. It's Mickey Mantle. Okay. Um, and you know what's crazy about if you're a Yankees fan is. You legitimately went from Joe DiMaggio as your center fielder. He retired, and Mickey Mantle took over. Like, how crazy is that if you're a Yankees fan? Beyond crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Beyond crazy. Beyond crazy. So, I mean, that'd be like, you know... i don't know tom brady's your quarterback and retires and you get peyton manning or maybe peyton manning they get andrew like anyway uh mickey mantle is a little 5'11, 195 um kind of more stocky built guy played from 51 to 68 and uh you know he could actually fly like a lot of guys compare mike trout to being the modern day mickey mantle honestly um 298 career hitter A bit more pop than DiMaggio, has a 538 career homers and 1,509 ribbies. Um, Here we go with the stats, He, he led the league in runs scored five times, triples once, home runs four times, RBI and batting average once, on base percentage three times, slugging four times, OPS six times, and guess what? Just like the first two guys on my list, he had three MVPs as well. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. All star team every single year he played. Um, and he also had a gold glove. They started the gold gloves. Uh, he's got a triple crown as well. Mm-hmm. So, one of his MVP seasons, he batted 353 with 52 bombs and 130 RBIs. It's oh. like it's video game numbers. It is. Um, scored 100 runs nine times. 150 hits eight times, 30 home runs nine times, 100 ribbies four times, batted over 310 times, over 1,000 OPS eight times, and he's got the same identical career OPS as DiMaggio, 977. There you go. It, Crazy.
1: It was almost like it was done intentionally, and it was almost Wait. like it was done intentionally that my number three center fielder of all times mickey mantle Bro. but it but it wasn't <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't done intentionally y'all i mean really the only things i have to add is that this man made 20 all-star teams and was a seven-time That's world series just like the yankees they just couldn't be beat goodness gracious man just were like, un- how do you do that
0: how do you like man
1: I, I don't know how you do that the Mick, as they called him um like jb you get you took all the stats from me four-time american league home run leader you know 55 56 58 and 60 that little span of time he was incredible alrbi leader in 1956 and just offensively was just insane but mickey mantle man joe dimaggio mickey mantle jb crazy um
0: yeah and so i i, I did um I did as I, I've been doing from fifty-two to sixty-four. That was kind of his prime. Um, he had one year in there where he was injured, so I took that one out. He averaged batting three eleven with thirty-six bombs and a hundred ribbies over that span of what twelve years? Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah, that's incredible. You anything to add for Mickey, or are you gonna you gonna keep it going? JB, with your number we got to
1: keep it going with number two because I, I believe we probably have the exact order but maybe yeah i
0: think we might listen would that be a
1: first i think it might be a first man
0: all five the same order as well
1: yeah i'm gonna just go ahead and kind of lay out my number two and number one guys okay okay Um, for for my two and number one you know one of them had a 284 career average 630 Uh home runs 1836 Uh rbis Didn't didn't get to the 3,000 hit mark, but it doesn't matter. He had a lot of injuries later in his career. We're talking about Ken Griffey Jr. I haven't told the order yet, by the way, y'all. Won 10 Uh consecutive gold gloves. Unreal. You know, defense in center field. Tough position to play. And he did it at one of the all-time levels ever. Won the 1997 MVP with 56 home runs, 147 RBIs and forget the injuries, and Griffey Jr. was untouchable, and I'm not gonna take all the glory from talking about him, I'm gonna leave you some of that. Obviously, the other other player on the list is none other than the Willie Mays. 302 career average, 660 home runs, 1900 RBIs, 3,283 hits, he hit the 3,000 hit plateau, 24 all-star games, JB, and arguably, the best one of the best defensive players ever right he won 12 consecutive gold glove awards even though the award came around six years into his career he still won 12 two (laughs) mvps include 1955 when he mashed 51 bombs 127 rbis 24 stolen bases um jb you give a little bit of insight into these two guys and then you know we can we can figure out what order we have them in after that
0: Okay, okay, so we'll start with Griff here, since you did. So the kid, uh, 6'3", 195, and you know what I would like to mention, uh, even kind of goes unspoken, I think, but among the era, amongst the era of players that Griffey played, not once was he ever associated, mentioned, named as being a part of uh, performance-enhancing steroids, any of that. Now, we don't know for sure of course what other guys did but we we know for darn sure that griffey wasn't a part of it and still still put up the numbers he did so uh you alluded to a lot of it uh he led the league in runs once homers four times ribbies once slugging uh he had seven silver sluggers along with his 10 gold gloves um daggone reds fans bunch of haters really never appreciated him the way that they should have exactly Uh, he had a hundred runs scored six different times 150 hits eight times 30 home runs nine times how about 40 home runs five times and twice over 50 Ah, over over a hundred ribbies eight times and over 300 batting eight times and over a thousand ops four times so and, and here's really what got Griffey so high on my list. Um, Cause he didn't have the MVPs like the first three guys, but you know, you got to compare the eras too, in the competition and look at the stats as well. So you, it's not just black and white, like, Oh, they got more MVPs. So they're higher. It can't be that way. And so what I did is from Griffey's real prime was 99 or I'm sorry, 1993 to 2000. Yeah. Um, minus a strike year. So, that's a seven-year span. He batted 296 with 48 home runs and 126 RBIs. Goodness gracious. In addition to being maybe the best defensive player ever at his position, maybe. It's arguable, right? There's nobody on any list that has a power number stretch like that. Wow. Um, again, tail end of his career, not as strong. You know maybe standing up to some of it but but that stretch of time right there unbelievable crazy right yeah um, that's that's Willie some Mays. incredible
1: some incredible stats go ahead JB
0: crazy you got Willie Mays who's a 510 170 little guy wow um, yeah small guy kind of like you know a little bigger than Joe Morgan but not much um, again another guy that was missed a year due to the war uh, played from 51 to 73. He's uh So he's one ahead of Griffey all-time in home runs. I think he's 12th all-time in ribbies. Um, he led the league in runs once, hits once, triples three times, homers four times, steals four times, uh, average and walks once, on-base percentage twice. Yes, sir. Slugging and OPS five different times. It, it never
1: ends, y'all. It never ends. Stats keep never coming. Never ending. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> he, he scored 100 runs 12 times. 150 hits 13 times. Yeah. Uh, double digit triples five times. He hit 30 home runs 11 different times, 40 home runs six times, and 50 home runs twice himself. Uh, also had 20 plus steals seven times, uh-huh. and 100 ribbies and 300 batting average 10 times. Uh-huh. Uh, finished with a career 940 OPS. And, uh, I'll leave you with this for Willie. During his time, certainly was the best defender, and uh, I, you know, it's probably between him and Griffey defensively all time at that position. Um, a little longer span for Willie from fifty-four to sixty-six. He he averaged batting three fifteen, with forty home runs, one hundred nine ribbies, and twenty-one steals in that thirteen-year span. Gosh. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So who you got? Who you got one and two? <laughs> you know,
1: of course, I my heart wanted to put Griffy number one, but I didn't. It's what I too. got Willie Mays number one, Griff number yeah. two,
0: absolutely. Listen,
1: but it's this one A one B, just like all five of the guys that we have. Think about oh man, we Mike Trout is number five, man. Think about Mike Trout. That is
0: crazy,
1: insane, um, incredible lists. First time JB and I have ever had the exact same five in the exact same yeah. order. Which just you yeah. to show you that incredible minds do think I like people as they yeah. say.
0: Yes, sir. And this is like, I don't know. I mean, we've done like twenty something of these. Yeah, so we have. For the first it must be. It must be fact if we both did it. It must so, be fact. That's all I must say. Must be factual. Exactly. Yes, awesome. Well, we only got one more to go for baseball, man. Um, and then we'll, you know, who knows where we'll go after that. Yes, sir. But this has been great. Excited for uh right fielders. Pretty no soon, what do what you uh, speaking of right field, maybe off in right field, maybe with our next segment? What do you think?
1: Yeah, um, or, off season <laughs> NBA, off season. there we go, off season NBA personnel improvement. We want to just chat about a couple teams that we feel during the off season leading into this upcoming very soon NBA season, uh, improve their chances of a title for 2023 with off-season moves, whether it's through trade or free agency. And I'm going to actually talk about a team who I, I don't really like this team. Let's be straightforward about it. The Dallas Mavs. Okay. Um, oh. Christian Wood. Going to Dallas is a hugely underrated move. We all know about Porzingis kind of not being able to vibe with Luka Doncic and Jalen Brunson signing with the Knicks. But Christian Wood, really a not highly known or touted player from the Rockets. This dude really good player, can score in the post, face up player, he rebounds, he gives them an edge of rim protection and he's a dog and he'll make Luka mm-hmm. so much better. You know why? It's because Christian why Wood that? is one of those type of players who's unselfish and doesn't command a lot of attention, you know, in a way that, you know, we, Luka has to have the ball in his hands, right? Um, sure. The Mavs will be much better because of Christian Wood and obviously, I'm not a huge Luka fan, you know, but I feel like Christian Wood is going to take a lot of pressure off him. And that's a team to pay attention to because of that move. You know, even losing Jalen Brunson, you know, losing Mm. Porzingis, losing their big man. They're going to be a lot better because of Christian Wood.
0: Okay. I'm going to stick out West with you. That's a good one. I I got this one for me is a bit under the radar. Um, Another team that I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, but I think they made a couple of smart moves, and that's Portland. That's the Trailblazers. Um, a bit under the radar with their acquisition of Jeremy Grant. Okay. Um, Okay. So Jeremy Grant, you know, is really a pretty solid number two score. He's shown what he could do offensively with the Pistons Mm -hmm. and gives you, I think, more defensively than C.J. McCollum did Mm -hmm. in that role. Okay. Additionally, the the signing of Gary Payton, uh, they may have overpaid a little bit, but if you look at... Steph Curry's stats when he was playing alongside Gary Payton, pretty eye-opening. So defensively, obviously, he's a stalwart. His plus-minus is great. And, you know, I think that it frees up uh, Damian Lillard Lillard even more uh, coming off the injury. They also re-signed Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, And, you know, I really like... The draft they had too was Shaden Sharp and Jabari Walker coming in. So I, you know, again, not a team that I'm a huge fan of, but I I do think that those are some pretty solid and a little bit under the radar uh, moves. So something to keep an eye
1: on. That's good stuff, JB. Um, Speaking of Gary Payton, you brought him up in a previous one. The Warriors made up for Gary Payton a second. You know, Otto Porter and JTA leaving by bringing in Dante Divincenzo and Jamichael Green. Baby, yeah,
0: under the radar,
1: man. Dante Divincenzo is—he's actually longer than most people think, and he's a good offensive creator that brings an ability, kind of subtle ability to score that people don't really know about. He's a solid defender too, you know. Jamichael Green is a floor-stretching big who can defend multiple positions. It gives them that bench versatility, a little bit of physicality, and he fits that role because the Warriors do like. Four men to have jump shooting ability, right? They don't like those rim, plotty, clogging up guys. Generally, have one of those guys on a court at a given time, but they're legendary at getting players to fit the pieces to their puzzle. And I believe they did it once again with Dante DiVincenzo and Jamichael Green.
0: Mm, That is a good one. And, you know, DiVincenzo, I just see him fitting perfectly into that offense the way that they play. Yeah. So my my second one is I kind of went a different route. Not necessarily looking at them being good this year, but years to come. And to be honest, uh, you know, folks may disagree, but I really like what the Utah Jazz are doing. Um, Danny Ainge, we've seen it before with him with the Celtics um, and how he's able to rebuild a roster. So obviously most recently trading away Mitchell. Didn't want to be there. So, you know what? They went out and got got uh, some good talent. Colin Sexton coming off an injury, but he's a good young player. You also got Laurie Markkinen in the deal. Um, you know, he gives you energy. Big guy. And they got not one, not two, but three first-round picks. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. That is. It is. Additionally, they got rid of your boy, uh, the, big, uh, the big defender that can't leave the paint, Rudy Gobert, right? Yes, sir. uh, And, you know, again, what you get back for him, Malik Beasley and Patrick Beverly, who they've already traded to get more talent, Patrick Beverly, that is. And guess what? They got not one, not two, not three, but four first-round picks in that deal, along with Jared Vanderbilt. So looking to the future, I think it's very bright considering who's at the helm and looking at the track record, we all know that, uh, draft picks potential isn't real until it comes to fruition, but I'd trust that guy. If I was a jazz fan, I would be happy, um, that he's at the helm and excited about the future for sure. Yes. Cause I don't think that the team that you had was ever going to get there.
1: That's a good point, JB. Excellent point. Yeah. And you could be right, man. Down the road, a couple years, we could be seeing that, um, come into fruition, um, Good old. That's where NBA teams improve during that offseason, JB. I like that segment. We're going to have to bring that one back. uh, Maybe for other sports. JB, um, moving on into the personal segment. We're going to call it JB Appreciation. What? The recent birthday fella, slash husband, slash dad, slash (laughs) podcaster, and a lot more is extremely knowledgeable about his craft, y'all. And the way this brother balances. Me out in NO and JB sports pedigree is uncanny. For all the tennis talk that I do sometimes, JB is masterful in talking about the UEFA Champions League and pro soccer, right? When I go Indiana Pacer, Indianapolis Colt heavy, JB balances my bias out with Cincinnati Bengals' backs and hype. <laughs> Obviously, we connect on the Cincinnati Castellinis, I mean the Reds, but in all seriousness, JB deserves much love for all the time he puts in the editing, the social media aspect of the podcast, and the logistical nature of the background that makes our podcast go. JB does most of that work, y'all, so shout out to JB on JB Appreciation
0: Personal Segment Day. Aw, uh, well thanks, man. No problem, my brother. Awful nice to see you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Enjoy it for sure. Love doing it. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna obviously go a different direction because I ain't gonna be talking about myself. <laughs> um I'm gonna bring a little uh, Where in the World segment back. Some somebody I was uh actually gonna do a um name that player, but I decided to look in to see, you know, where he's been. And it's former Boston Red Sox slugger Vaughn. Oh, I know. Like, you know, those of you like me growing up in the 80s, 90s, 2000, you guys move on was a monster uh-huh. um, and really kind of just fell off the face of the earth out of nowhere um, at his peak. Maybe the best power hitter in the game. I can I mean, I can picture him in that stance, you know, with that leaning over the plate and then that high windmill finish. Um, and dude, it looked like he was on his way to be in a uh, Hall of Famer. Um, Called up in 91. Uh, In 93, he really started, you know, his first big full season, hit 29 homers with 101 ribbies and just really took off after that. Uh, MVP season where he had 39 homers with 126 and um, hitting over 300 pretty much every year. Had a 44 home run and 143 RBI season. Like just a flipping monster. And then... Uh, In 98, he signed a six-year, $80 million contract with the Angels. Do you remember Mo Vaughn being with the Angels? No. Because I don't either. (laughs) Well, and that's because he had some devastating injuries, Uh. Um, ruptured a tendon in his left arm, and just never really could recoup to uh, where he was at. So where's Mo Vaughn been? What happened to the guy? Well, after retiring... Um, he actually kind of remained away from the sport. He, he took on ventures in various, uh, business avenues, which contributed greatly towards renovating metropolitan areas. Um, one is a real estate company called Omni New York, where he's rehabbed nearly 8,000 affordable housing using units. Wow. Um, so guy's got a big heart, you know, yeah. he looks like a, a, a big tough guy, but really he's a teddy bear. Uh-huh. Um, he now owns and operates over 14,000, and you know he's quoted as saying, "Anytime you can turn somebody's living conditions around, it's a great thing and very rewarding." He also owns a uh, trucking company, which you can see the advertisement for at a uh, Cleveland Guardian stadium. There you go. Um, so you know, just a great story of somebody who may have had it rough toward the end of their career, but it didn't allow he didn't allow it to distract him or take away from. Um, what he could do off the field. Um, so, move on. Still getting it done. That's, still getting it done. That's
1: excellent stuff, JB. Good old move on. Y'all remember that guy, big horse of a fella. Man, he was a monster. monster. Good beast, man.
0: JB. You got any other, uh, you got any other? You know, outstanding performers that you remember?
1: I do. And that is why we're going to go into IEO. IEO. Individual effort eye openers for those of y'all that don't know. I.E. Oh, going to talk about
0: some athlete Been living under a rock or something
1: having a rock as your blanket so <laughs> in IEO y'all we bring up an athlete who I know was a catalyst for us becoming a sports fan or or becoming mm-hmm. or just being drawn to them individually and just open our eyes to some form of pure excellence with one game right one game, yes, one sir. match, one situation. And I'm going to let JB kick this one off. What you got, man?
0: So, yeah. Um, mine, you know, just came to me um, fairly recently, actually. And uh, trying to flip around my my current negative feelings. And uh, long before, well, I guess not long, but well before Joe Burrow was a Cincinnati bingo, bingo, bingo. I was a huge Joe Burrow fan. And that started in the game where they played in his senior year at Alabama. Joe Burrow led the the LSU Tigers to a 46-41 victory that year. He passed for 393 yards and three touchdowns as LSU snapped an eight-game losing streak to Alabama. At that point in time, Um, If you recall, the Miami Dolphins were really trying to tank, quote-unquote, Tua. Uh Tua Tagler was the quarterback for the um, Bama at the time. Of course. And you can go back and look at the history. After this game, um, I was encouraging the Bengals to, and I quote, bungle for Burrow. And thank goodness they ended up getting the number one pick and getting Joe Burrow because... He went on to not only 31-39 uh, for 393 and three touchdowns in that game, but he went on to lead LSU on a record-setting year, uh, win the Heisman, win the title, and obviously now with my Cincinnati Bengals. So that game right there, that effort and that performance, uh, I'll never forget, especially considering I'm... Definitely not an Alabama fan. Either. No
1: doubt, no doubt, and, and and it all is so close to home now, right? With him playing oh, for the absolutely. Bengals, that's good stuff, JB. Excellent. Um, this one's gonna be—you you know—it's gonna be a very current IEO segment because we can't be mundane and repetitive. What mm-hmm. if I told you, JB, that in six quarters, a guy named Charlie Jones has matched his receptions total from all of last college football season? Six quarters. Dang. How could that be? Well, it's because he transferred from Iowa's sloth offense to Purdue's <laughs> basketball on grass, flinging the ball around a yard. JB, for those of y'all that don't know me, I'm not too fond of Iowa athletics, football or basketball. I'm not too fond <laughs> of them at all. Six-foot, 187-pound receiver is electric. He's quick, runs exceptional routes, and has amazing hands. Last year for the Hawkeyes, the choke guys, um, the Hawkeyes. He had 323 <laughs> yards, 21 receptions, and one TD all season. This year, wow. in one and a half games, as a Purdue Boilermaker, he has 286 yards already, nearly the entire total. 21 receptions, yes, the same amount he had all last season, and four TDs, four times the touchdowns he had last year. A few years ago, JB, Purdue had Rondell Moore. Then it was David Bell. (laughs) Ladies and gents, meet Charlie Jones, who, based off the tweet boards regarding Iowa's inept offense early in this season, is already sorely missed. Maybe y'all should have got him the ball a little bit. Honestly,
0: maybe he should have thrown him the ball.
1: I can't wait for the Purdue-Iowa game later this season. I'm I'm sure Charlie has that game circled on his calendar. Oh, by the way, November 5th, (laughs) y'all.
0: I can't wait. Oh, man whole lot going on in november this year it really is It's gonna be an exciting month well speaking of excitement and that was a really good one by the way because uh i had no clue about any of that mm-hmm. so thank you um no problem. speaking of exciting i'm excited to get into the next segment um one of my favorite sports dichotomy
1: y'all know how that's it definitely. goes let's go uh dichotomous questions that's yes or no questions we give simple answers huh. we ask complex questions we give simple responses y'all Yes or no? Very simple. JB, you go ahead and Mm -hmm. kick it off today. I got about about 12.
0: Yep, 12 it is, I think. Math. Okay. Russell Wilson recently got a new deal. And he's now the second highest paid quarterback in the league behind Aaron Rodgers. And uh, he deserves that. Of course. Chelsea dismissing their coach
1: will come back to bite them.
0: Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh little uh, stick with soccer. Willifred, Wilfred Zaha for Crystal Palace. He may be the most underrated talent in the world.
1: Uh, I'ma you say not know him. I'm going to say yes, but I'm definitely going to yeah. look him up now, JB. You know, that's oh, yeah. more your area. Okay. If Mike Trout went to the Reds, JB would cry tears of joy for a whole 24 hours
0: yeah I think I would I think I would Uh, there's a 12 team playoff currently being worked on for college football allegedly as early as 2024 do you believe it Hmm.
1: do I believe in it no do I believe it's going to (laughs) happen probably it's about about money All right. Uh Serena's last ride will actually not be her last ride she'll play again
0: um. Yes.
1: I hope so. She. I didn't like how she.
0: That's so funny. Side note: I actually had a very similar one in here, and I took it out. Wow. Oh man. Uh, Major League Baseball is getting it right by instituting a 15-second pitch clock and outlawing the shift mm,
1: next year. I, I don't know. I'm gonna say no. Uh, Jalen Brunson mm-hmm. will average 20 points for the Knicks next
0: season. Hmm. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Lots of early season upsets in college football. App State over AM, Marshall over Notre Dame. But the most impressive college football performance so far is Georgia's manhandling of Oregon. Mm,
1: I'm going to say no. Okay. Bama's close win over the Longhorns means they will lose a game or two this year.
0: I'll say yes, hopefully. Broncos running back Devontae Williams will be the breakout star in the NFL this year. Mm,
1: I'm going to say no. Josh Sargent is balling on a level higher than fellow U.S. player Brendan Aronson.
0: Mm, No. No, sir. I don't think so. Chelsea lost their first UEFA group match, which was actually Thomas Tuchel's last uh, game, against Dynamo Zagreb. Um, It doesn't matter, though. They will still win the group. Yeah, right. It doesn't matter. No,
1: it doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Similar one to what you said earlier. Marshall beating Notre Dame and App State over Texas A&M shows college football does have parody.
0: Yeah, I guess it does. Okay. I'm kind of surprised. Okay. Uh, Sue Bird recently retired from the WNBA after 20 seasons. And she should be on the Mount Rushmore of women's hoops. She
1: should. If Shohei Ohtani went to the Reds. JB would cry <laughs> tears of joy for 48 hours.
0: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Two days straight. Um, all-star outfielder Charlie Black- Blackman from the Rockies actually has a better beard than James Harden.
1: Definitely. <laughs> Pat Beverly said, LeBron and AD will be playing with me. He has a point, JB. <laughs>
0: I mean, uh, (laughs) sure. Uh, What is wrong with that guy? Yeah. Um. Uh. John Gruden recently surfaced and apologizing again for his uh, errorous ways. Um, He should be given another chance as a coach. No. In less (laughs) In less than five months,
1: JB will have rock solid six pack abs in the next five
0: months. (gasps) We'll say yes.
1: Let's go. We'll say yes, Let's hopefully. get it.
0: Uh, based on the way that he has handled the recent quarterback situation, Jimmy G is the type of high-character guy that you would want on your team. Of course.
1: <laughs> hmm. Shout out to the 49ers for making the smart decision to keep him because he's way better than uh, Trey Lance. Yeah. <laughs> way better than Trey Anyways, JB can name four players on the Houston Texans.
0: Um, yeah, I can. I can name four guys. You it might have... be. It might end at four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can think of four. Got you. Uh, if N.O. played soccer, he would be a striker.
1: It's possible, but probably probably more on that back line.
0: Yeah, center back. You think? Yeah,
1: probably center back. Mm-hmm. Okay, my final one. Gus Johnson needs to commentate literally every sport.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. It'd, It'd be done. great if Would he did be. baseball games. Come on now. Fun. Yes sir. Yes sir. Oh man, it's good. Is that good it? That's it, stuff. JB. The yeah, stuff. that's it. Hey,
1: nicely done. I'm always ready for more because that segment know, just goes man. so fast.
0: I like but could keep, I could just go off to my dome. Maybe real? one of these times we we'll just
1: go off the dome. You know, off the dome, Sports dichotomy. We could do that one time, man. You know, but yeah. uh, but we got to end it out right. And we haven't done right. JB's Justos JB. in a couple weeks. Justifications, okay. uh, for those of y'all that don't know what Justos means, I'm gonna ask JB a personal question first, and then I'm gonna give uh JB a minute to justify a situation and kind of choose a side. Then we're gonna do Name the Athlete, where I give him obscure statistics and um highlights about an uh ab person that was an athlete, and he's gonna have to guess who it was. JB, are you ready?
0: I'm ready to go. I'm ready. JB,
1: to go. we're gonna keep it simple with the personal question. Very simple question. JB's favorite restaurant in Georgia is what?
0: Oh man, oh gosh darn. Well, maybe maybe it's there not. no. Maybe it's not simple. Well, there ain't no skylines down here. Um, you know there is a, a couple of barbecue joints that I have uh, that we've tried out that I really like. Um, the names escaping me currently, but. Uh, yeah, there's some pretty good, pretty good barbecue brisket down here. One's like, it's like this little spot right next to a gas station, um, and you know, it's like you order online, you go there, and you're like, where is it? <laughs> but it's just hiding there, and you go inside. It's actually pretty nice, um, but yeah, it's a you you probably just drive right by it, and not even notice it. But uh, just happen to look up online. There's a lot of those here in this kind of small town area where I'm living. So can't think of the name of it, but. Um, it's a little barbecue joint. Good question.
1: Nicely done, JB. Okay. We have a minute on the clock for um, young JB and... Mm, the young. Huh? Young JB. <laughs> elderly? Elderly, JB? Elderly, yeah.
0: Yes.
1: The question... Okay, here we go, JB. Texas A&M, the number one recruiting team nationally in 2022 Ooh. with eight five-star recruits and 24-star recruits. Yes, that's 28 four and five star recruits, has just lost 17-14 to Appalachian State, a bowl subdivision team who walked into the home of the supposed title contenders who were ranked number six nationally and beat them. Mm -hmm. Y'all, this is a true story. This is not just a scenario. Mm -hmm. JB is going to justify why this game is or is not a bigger upset than when App State won over michigan in 2007 Ooh. got a minute on the clock and i will allow you to start now
0: i will say hey we'll just go recency bias we'll say it is okay um you know honestly they're very very tight because i believe michigan was ranked fifth at uh-huh. the time but yep. i think that you know the the excitement for a&m and the promise because of as uh-huh. you alluded to yep. the recruiting class yep was a little bit higher yes and we all know Mich- michigan was gonna lose to ohio state anyway so <laughs> yeah. uh i think 30 I think seconds texas left a&m texas a&m had their eyes on the prize this year with uh you know the whole back and forth between uh the coach uh-huh. saving yeah in the offseason and it, getting yeah. everybody fired up and then and bo fisher come right in and yeah and then you come in and you just have a big old dud uh in the second game early in the season in so, seconds you never know Um, that's why they play the games. I think it's uh, certainly going to ruin their season, unfortunately, early on. Thumbs up. Yes, sir. This one's a a bigger one based on that.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you. Good response, by the way. Yeah, good response. Yeah, definitely a bigger one. But it's not going to go down as being a bigger one, when you think about it, because... That one back in two thousand seven was like the first of its kind, right? With a bowl You're subdivision right. team winning. But to me, this one's way bigger. And it's not it's just not yeah. gonna be talked expectation about.
0: Expectation wise, Exactly.
1: Right? Expectation wise. This one is way bigger, man.
0: This oh one. hey, I got the the barbecue it's called barbecue bears. Barbecue Bears. <laughs> I just looked <laughs> it up. Barbecue Bears Interesting
1: the spot. The spot. That's what's up, JB. Nicely said. Giving them some love. Okay. Name the athlete, JB. He is from mm. East Chicago, Indiana. For those of y'all that don't know, East Chicago what? is a city in the state of Indiana. He's one of, he's one of, you might get it off this one if you, if, if you own your stuff, JB. He's one of two athletes to play in a final four of college basketball and an MLB World Series. He's a five-time mm. AL stolen base winner, four-time gold glove winner. He played... Oh. For the Cleveland Indians, uh-huh, not one, it. not two, but three different
0: times. Yeah, that was weird. That's uh, Kenny Lofton. Kenny
1: Lofton, ridiculous yeah, I athlete. I
0: forgot about the final four. That's crazy. Played college basketball
1: for the University of Arizona. JB, did you know he – this one is the one that surprised me. He had a career 299 batting average.
0: Did he really? Wow. Basically I a 300-hitter, man. Being a, yeah, always remember him being a speedster, great defensively. Um, really a catalyst for those those Indians teams with you know your boy Joey Bell and what else they have on there Roberto Alomar, yeah, Albert, Jim Thome, Jim Thome,
1: Jim Thome. <laughs> you you were thinking Albert Albert Bell right Albert
0: Bell Albert Bell Albert yeah. Joey Bell yeah. Albert
1: Joey Bell. There you go. Yes sir, that's good stuff, man. That's a good one. Yes sir, yeah, yeah. and another great episode in the books as usual.
0: Absolutely, and um, as we always say, we are truly blessed by. All the love and feedback that you guys provide us and um, you're continuing to listen and support. Um, Of course, we do this because we enjoy it, but it just makes it all that much um, more gratifying and better that, you know, you guys enjoy it. So, um, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, Hit us up, no.jb.sportspedigree at gmail.com if you've Uh got a question or comment. and Make sure to follow and share and like and all that stuff. On uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, we uh, we definitely appreciate it. That's right. Y'all have a good one.
1: Let's go. Sports pedigree on deck. Who's batting? In no NJB, it's what's happening. Coverage of the NBA, present and past. You probably wanna listen to facts. We never mask the last, we don't hold back. Articulating them sneaky, important stats and trivia. Shows that the subject matter is well rounded, like a ball is. I see the referee, I'm wondering what the call is. Communicate the pick, I'm going top side. Illuminate that list, giving you my top five, acknowledging who's great. Now your list may have a couple different names, but really there's no debate. Wait passion gotta be smooth on the lookout for sports dichotomy tools getting views sounds nice but the vision is deep because then knowing jb will never put you to sleep originality is the key we pick locks with open up no noses it's been concocted the segments are personal too because a sports podcast without opinion surely no value <laughs> we gotta be great requesting no favors world cup you wait for tennis majors nfl trades and baseball pastime consistent on the mic we don't get no halftime